0: Welcome to Her, Healthy, Empowered Relationships. I'm Barry Price. What does the type of person you've been attracting or have attracted for the relationship you are in say about you? What does it tell us about ourselves so that we can really understand some of our deeper subconscious relationship patterns? I've been doing this for long enough that I have seen the same patterns over and over again. The same connections between the types of men and women that get together and the men and women that attract one another and the deeper subconscious patterns and wounds that we're working through. So here are a few of the most common ones and see if you can hear yourself in one or maybe a couple of these different patterns and types of partners. The first is, if you've tended to attract that kind of person who at first is like a knight in shining armor, is so kind, wants to be of service and do so much for you, makes it all about your needs and puts you on a pedestal, but then over time begins to withdraw, pull away. At some point, almost seems disappointed in you, that you're not as perfect uh, as they thought or hoped you, were. you're not the angel that they wanted to do anything and everything for. If you've attracted that kind of attention, service, and what looks like love, but is really adulation, then what's really happening is this full service guy, this this rescuer, protector, provider figure, is almost always because of a susceptibility within ourself to compensate for something that wasn't being given to us enough growing up. And what was not being given to us growing up was precisely that kind of I matter. I got to be the center and apple of daddy's eye and that I mattered to my parents. I received so much love. And when I had needs, they were important to those who are authority figures around me. Now it may not have come through your parents, but usually it does, but it may have been reinforced through other primary relationships you experienced in your life to where you have a wound that you are not someone who tends to matter to the person who matters to you. So when somebody wants to put you on that pedestal and do for you, it means so much, but it's a compensatory, attraction. You're drawn to it even more. You're a little starved for it. It's like going to a grocery store hungry. You You want that food even more. And so that extra craving, that extra hunger comes from that unmet, older, deeper emotional need from childhood or teenage years or your early relationships. And so now it draws to you the kind of person who will overdo it first and then resent you for it or pull away and underdo Another very, very common one, a very common pattern is the guy that you can control. That person who is nice, but ultimately they're not a threat to controlling you in a way that you lose your independence. This is actually someone who, in some ways you could say you lose respect for. Right? They're too much of a puppy dog or too mild or passive. They let you dominate and take control. Where you feel safer, you feel less anxious, because there's also less threat of you being hurt if you don't open your heart fully and let someone in because you're deciding for both of you who you're going to be as a couple. Not having that equal playing field. But the thing is, you can end up resenting that later anyways, that this person isn't decisive, that you can't rely on them. They're not as competent and don't initiate Uh, at being able to take the steering wheel or maybe financially they can't contribute or emotionally they're not as strong and you have to solve things or be the stability. But adopting a boy instead of dating a man has everything to do with that. At least I feel more powerful and I feel safer. I have more control. In that case, we'd look at some of those old unhealed wounds and issues. The other one is attracting people who reject you, either reject you continually, reject you on and off. They treat you like you're good enough for them and then they're disinterested. They'll see you and then they won't see you. Or maybe you're even married to one and their attention towards you is variable. There's not a constant, consistent, unconditional sense of love and stability to your dynamic. It's given and taken away. It's like a yo-yo relationship. And usually what's happening there is we're working through old wounds that we have around acceptance, feeling good enough for ourselves, and from childhood wounds around having to prove we're good enough and seeking the approval and being validated by that other person in order to feel worthy of love. And so we end up pulling in these people or this person that we have to constantly chase or prove and be rejected by. There's a saying that we attract the teeth that fit our wound. Which wound are you expressing in the people you attract? Because if you're conscious of it, you can have a healthier, more empowered relationship. Muchla. Please rate, subscribe, and most importantly, share this with somebody who would benefit from having greater awareness of knowing the kind of people they've attracted or are attracting.